TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. McKeesport's 55th International Village opens Tuesday, August 11th and continues through Thursday, August 13th. Now, since 1960, it's probably become the Pittsburgh area's biggest ethnic festival. This year, more than 20 different nationalities will be represented by food, music, dancing, traditional clothing, and crafts. Now, the festival runs Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 3 to 10 p.m. at Renzi Park in McKeesport, and admission is a $2 donation. For more information, log on to www.internationalvillage.com. Info or find it on Facebook. And don't forget, if you're outside the Pittsburgh area, you'll be able to watch the festival live at our website, www.tubecityonline.com. And our guest right now on Radio 81 WEDO 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh and TubeCityOnline.com, is Allison Piccolino. She is District Manager for Pennsylvania State Senator James Brewster. Good morning, Allison. Good morning. How are you? Very good. So tell us good. about this, this uh, International Village for Kids, which is coming up uh, this coming Monday. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's, uh, as you said, this Monday, it's from 12 to 4, and it's at the Renzi Park Band Channel. And I want everyone to know that it is free. Everything is free. There's free food for the children, free activities, free games. Um, There's a wide variety of organizations that are going to be there. We have about 50 organizations participating in one way or another this year, which is very exciting. It's our largest group yet. Um, Some of the other things that we have going on um, that are very exciting is we have three different activities uh, and interactions with the children from the stage. Okay. Um, You know, if you like, I can, you know. Yeah, tell it. First of all, what what age groups uh, of kids is is this event appropriate for? Well, we do ask that adult supervision, you know, for children ages six and under. Okay. Um, But I would say, you know. 13, 14 and under. Okay. You know, if they have, if there's a 15-year-old that has younger siblings, of course they're welcome. But it, but it is more for the, the okay. primary grades and intermediate school grades. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, and um, we have, let's see, we have Escape. It's a music group. Uh, 145, the Dynamic Martial Arts and Kinder Karate. It's going to be some interaction with the children at 215. And uh, Zumba with Tiff is back. It was a, a huge success last year. Um, as I'm sure many of you know, the last year we had a, Quite a rainy day. <laughs> yes, as I remember. Uh, so, but you know what? We still had a couple hundred kids. They had oh, wow. ponchos on, and they were ready to roll. So um, it was it, uh, Zumba went really well, so she's coming back. And, um, you know, we're just hoping for good weather. You know, I laugh. This is our seventh year. And I said, you know, if we get rain every, you know, six years, I can handle that. This, uh, the, the event is uh, this coming Monday. It's International Village for Kids. It's sort of the prelude to uh, the International Village for Everyone, which is uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday next week. T- tell us about the crowning of the prince and princess of uh, International Village. Uh, what, what do kids have to do for that? Sure, I'd love to. Um, we have a short application that you can fill out the day of the event. We'll have, you know, a ton of them there for, for children to come and to talk about, you know, why they should be crowned prince or princess of Village for Kids. You know, they ask some of their favorite hobbies, you know, what their age is, where they're from, um, and, again, like I said, why they should be, you know, the ones that represent for the year. Um, it's, a, it's a great event. We do it at the end of Village for Kids, and you have to be present. Okay. In. That's a big piece of it. You have to be present uh, to win if you are if you are chosen to be crowned. Uh, you receive your crown there, 
and, you know, photos. And then also what's fun is that the next day you receive tickets to attend the International Village. Uh, and that evening, each the boy and the girl that are crowned uh, receive a 20-inch bike that is donated by the McKeesport Kiwanis this year. Cool. And um, helmets that are donated by the McKeesport Police Department. And, and it should be uh, clarified, and I, I think everybody knows this, that International Village is not strictly a McKeesport event. It's a regional event. It's in McKeesport. Oh, but so they don't, they don't have to be necessarily the, – the, the child does not have to be from the city of McKeesport necessarily to be crowned. Oh, no, not at all. And that's a great point, because I'm glad you mentioned that, because, you know, people, I want them to understand, too, this Village for Kids is not just for, you know, the McKeesport area. You know, it's for everyone. We've had people from all over, even people that say, you know, live in the area but brought their grandchildren from, you know, a different county. I mean, it doesn't matter <laughs> sure. where you're from. Yeah. Everyone is welcome, and everyone is eligible to win. Yes, absolutely. They do have to fill out the, the form, and, and the form is on the International Village website at uh, www.internationalvillage.info. Um, can they get it from Senator Brewster's office as well? Sure, absolutely. You know, we could uh, email it to you. Uh, we could fax it to you, whatever's convenient. How do they get in touch with you? Well, you can give me a call at 412-664-5200. Or I've actually received uh, a couple by email, so do you mind me giving my email address? Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. It's uh, A. Piccolino, and I'll spell that, uh, P-I-C-C-O-L-I-N is in Nancy O, and that's at PASenate.com. Allison Piccolino is district manager for State Senator Jim Brewster. Where, uh, where all does the, the senator have offices now, by the way, just in case people are listening? And, and we do have listeners from outside the McKeesport and Braddock areas. So where, where all are his off district offices now? Uh, right now we have them in uh, – we have our, our permanent district offices in McKeesport, mm-hmm. Monroeville, and New Kensington. Uh, and his website is what, SenatorBrewster.com? Correct. Yeah, all that information's on there, uh, details, times, locations, so – can check that out. Uh, let's let's go back to International Village for Kids. Do, do you know? Can you tell us what the the impetus for? Uh, you said that this is the seventh year that they've done this. Yes. What was the impetus for creating this International Village for Kids? Well, it all started with the 50th anniversary uh-huh. for International Village, and um, you know we were on a committee and we got everyone got together and wanted to do something for the ki- for the kids. Uh-huh. I just you know to focus on the kids, and so they said, "What about a day that'll be free and fun, and you know not only fun but also educational." Um, you know, for them and their families, and so that's how it sort of just formed. And throughout these seven years, it's just grown and grown with organizations and sponsors um, that continue to make it possible and continue to make it free. You know, as I said, you know, the food is all donated. Uh, we have wonderful sponsors, if you don't mind me uh, Go, mentioning please. them. Uh, you know, as, I, as you said, State Senator Jim Brewster is a large sponsor of, of assisting with coordinating the entire, you know, event. But also the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, the McKeesport Collaborative Human Service Center Corp., Auberly and the McKeesport International Village uh, Committee also has helped, you know, with the, uh, the the inflatable rides and the tents and the tables and the chairs and those sorts of things. And you're going to have uh, exhibitors there, some of which are, are doing fun activities and, and some of which are doing kind of educational activities. For instance, you've got the Allegheny County Health Department is there. The McKeesport Police, I believe, are going to be doing some fingerprinting there. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the fire department has something called a, a smokehouse there. What is Very, the smokehouse? Yeah, it's, um, it's a large, um, they bring this. And I can't even think of what like it is. Like a trailer? Or a... Yeah, like a trailer. I okay. you. A, little, a trailer that you can go in and they, um, it's like they simulate a fire. Okay. And they teach the kids with, with smoke is how they simulate mm-hmm. with, And they, um, they teach them how to get out safely. Okay. You know, how to, you know, to get stay close to the ground and where to, to find your exits. And um, it's, very, it's really neat, yeah. And the McKeesport um, Area School District, the elementary, elementary reading department is going to be there. And they, um, they sit with the children and they, you know, they read. They and do they, a story. It was books and um so that's education they're all 
you know, they, they're fun, but they're also like like you said, they all really have a piece of education in them. There, there's there's uh, face painting too, as I if I recall correctly, or am I wrong about that? Um, they do the temporary tattoos. Oh, okay, that was yeah. what it was. Yeah, they do the temporary. You're close. It's okay. <laughs> I was close, close, but no cigar. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of fun things for kids from, uh, as you said, ages probably from really little ones up to about 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, the, as you mentioned, uh, adult supervision is recommended for kids who are age six and under. Mm-hmm. Um, a- anything I've, I've forgotten here that uh, you'd like to mention? I'm trying to think. I, you know, I think we really we touched, you know, on everything. It's a it's a fun day, you know. It's, it's you know, it's hopefully going to be beautiful out. And if you can just take a couple hours and, and bring the kids out, I promise you will not be disappointed. So this is uh, tell us once again where this is at. It's coming up on Monday, August the te- August the tenth. I should have that memorized by now. August the tenth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, August the tenth. It's from twelve to four, uh-huh. and it's at the Renzi Park Band Shell. And that is at the corner of Eden Park Boulevard, and I believe it's Tulip Drive, which is uh, right next to the uh, McKeesport Fire Station Number Two. It is open to anyone uh, within the sound of my voice. Uh, you do not have to be from McKeesport to participate in International Village for Kids. No. Allison Piccolino has been our guest for this part of the show. She is district manager for State Senator Jim Brewster. You can give his office a call at 412-664-5200, or you can find him online at senatorbrewster.com. Allison, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. When we come back, we're going to talk with the mayor of McKeesport, Mike Trepko. He's going to talk a little bit about the importance of International Village. We're also going to talk to one of the first exhibitors from the very first International Village back in 1960. You're listening to TubeCityOnline.com, Radio 81, WEDO, and 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. The very first McKeesport International Village was held back in July of 1960, and the first ethnic groups from the city of McKeesport that were participating were Greek, Polish, Ukrainian, Serbian, Hungarian, Italian, Croatian, Romanian, Irish, and Jewish. So there are a number of booths at International Village that have been there almost from the very beginning. One of them is the booth that is sponsored by the Free Hungarian Reformed Church of McKeesport. Reverend Dr. Daniel Borsay is the pastor at the church. Good morning, Dr. Borsay. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. Do, do I have that right? The, the uh, uh, Free Hungarian Reformed Church was, was one of the first participants in the very first International Village. Yes, yes, you have that right. How long have uh, folks at the church been getting ready uh, for next week's event? Well, I think we can say uh, all summer long, and things are peaking right about now, because at this very moment, there are people downstairs in our social hall making uh, kolbas for the kolbas sandwiches that we sell. And we will also be continuing to bake and to prepare uh, tomorrow and Saturday and uh, Sunday afternoon, Monday and 
Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because we cook and uh, prepare continuously. You, you have one advantage over, there, there are so many churches uh, that participate in, in International Village, but you have one advantage that maybe the other churches don't. Uh, the, the Free Hungarian Reformed Church is directly across the street from the field. Yes, and that's what also makes possible our cooking everything fresh and uh, being able to deliver it uh, to the park, which is just uh, a few steps away from the church. We have runners who actually uh, carry over the food. Someone phones up from the booth and says, well, we need more stuffed cabbages, and then <laughs> the ladies uh, make more stuffed cabbages or, and send the, the stuffed cabbages up, or whatever it is we need in the booth, we're able to uh, send up almost immediately. Tell us a little bit about the, the church, because uh, the Hungarian Reformed uh, is, is a small denomination, but you have a very long history. Tell us a little bit about the history of your church. Well, the uh, Hungarian Reformed uh, Church began at the time of the Reformation in the 16th century. The largest uh, Reformed grouping in the world is the Hungarian Reformed Church. We also here in McKeesport are members of the Hungarian Reformed Church in Hungary. Just a few years ago, the Hungarian Reformed Church in Hungary declared all Hungarian Reformed Churches, wherever they may be, to be uh, full members of the Hungarian Reformed Church in Hungary. The Hungarian Reformed Church uh, never split and therefore we are the largest uh, reform grouping in the world. The reform grouping, of course, includes uh, the Presbyterians, but the Hungarian Reformed Church is uh, larger than the Presbyterian Church, which has uh, split. The uh, Hungarian Reformed Church here in McKeesport was uh, founded back in 1923 by Hungarian immigrants. We were down on 7th Street for a long time, and the Hungarian Reformed Church on 7th Street made a move back in the early 70s, to uh, buy land here uh, next to uh, Stephen Berry Ballfield across from the high school next to Penn State. And that was a very fortunate uh, decision. They bought land and they built the church. The cornerstone was laid, I believe, in 1972 or 1973. And we've been here ever since. It's due to the hard work of our uh, immigrant uh, families as well as uh, new families that have joined us. You don't have to be Hungarian to belong to the Hungarian Reformed Church, and we've been able to make a go of things uh, ever since, and we continue to uh, participate in International Village as a result. So so tell us a little bit about um, what the uh, foods, you, you've already alluded to the fact that uh, folks, as, as we're taping this interview, are downstairs in your church uh, making kolbas, but uh, what are some of the other foods that uh, folks will be preparing uh, that you can buy at International Village Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Well, we are going to be uh, making uh, dumplings, and uh, that's coming up on Saturday. And we are going to be preparing chicken paprikash with dumplings. The dumplings can be bought separately with the uh, sauce that goes with it, as well as uh, together with the chicken. We also will have uh, stuffed cabbages. That's always a favorite. And we will have uh, cabbage and noodles, or halushki, as uh, it has come to be known. And sure. we will also have uh, the kolba sandwiches. Those are the hot foods. Well, I should perhaps also mention uh, the palachinta, which are the crepes. They're also warmed on a heater, so they are kept uh, warm, and they're made uh, fresh every day. So we have uh, the palachinta and the stuffed cabbages, the chicken paprikash with the dumplings, the cabbage and noodles, the kolba sandwiches. And, of course, we have uh, baked goods. We have uh, a lot of baked goods. I'm not even sure if I could list them all. <laughs> and, of course, that will change uh, through, throughout the day as uh, things sell out and yeah. more is made. And 
uh, how, how what's the age range of, of the people? You mentioned the runners, and I think a lot of those are, are more the younger people of the church. But what is the age range of people participating in International Village with your church? Well, I think there's a division of labor here. The uh, elderly stay downstairs in the social hall, and they do much of the cooking. They're the ladies who uh, do yeoman's work in preparing the food and make sure that everything is uh, just as it should be. And then it's the younger people who uh, work in the booth. Now, when I say elderly ladies, I hate to give away ages. <laughs> They're all above 65. Okay. And uh, we do have some younger people in the social hall who are taking orders as well. And we also have uh, well, younger people in the booth. They're both agile and nimble, and they're able to uh, sell the food. And so we have young people working in the booth and the elderly in the social hall. What is the importance, I mean, beyond the fact, we're, and we're talking with uh, Reverend Dr. Daniel Borse. He is pastor of the Free Hungarian Reformed Church uh, right in Renzi Park there on University Drive. 412-672-7298 is their telephone number. Uh, what is the importance, beyond the fact that all of these foods are delicious, uh, what sort of re- how does this sort of reconnect people with their roots, with their heritage? Well, it reconnects them to their heritage because these are oftentimes traditional foods. The kolbas that we make, just the very designation kolbas, it's not what you would usually hear from uh, other uh, ethnic groups, but that's the way we term it. And it's a special recipe that's been passed down uh, through the years that uh, can be traced all the way back to Hungary. We uh, also have, I I didn't mention this, but we have a bacon roast, Mm -hmm. and that's also a tradition. We uh, roast uh, bacon over a fire, and we put the drippings from the bacon onto bread. It's especially prepared and cured Hungarian bacon, and we put the drippings onto the bread. We add vegetables and then sear the vegetables with the bacon, sometimes uh, toasting the bread as well, and that's a, a specialty. That's something that goes back to the time when the Hungarians were nomads, and they would uh, have to use every single part of the animal and included the bacon fat, and they would uh, ride the bacon fat under their saddles to soften it up. (laughs) Then at night, they would take it out, they'd cut it up, and they'd roast it over a fire, and they would use the drippings. And it's uh, the drippings that uh, make it very special. If you like the taste of bacon, that's uh, right up your alley. (laughs) It's sometimes called greasy bread, Uh but uh, we prefer a more sophisticated term, uh, bacon bread. And the uh, vegetables that we put on compensate for uh, any kind of uh, harmful effect that grease might have. But it's the drippings that come from the specially prepared and cured bacon that make a difference. It reconnects people because there are people that come to International Village and tell us, you know, I haven't had this kind of food since I was a, a little child. Or my, my parents used to make uh, this bacon roast. Or uh, uh, this cabbage and noodles. You know, you can't go to a restaurant and order cabbage and noodles. No. And uh, the same with, uh, well, our stuffed cabbages, the recipe that's been passed down through the ages. And these are uh, representative Hungarian foods. I should also mention that the uh, William Penn Association Magyar Folk Dancers come out of our church. They practice here at the church, and they will also be performing, I believe it's uh, 6 p.m. on Tuesday. And uh, they also carry on the traditions of our Hungarian heritage. Reverend Dr. Daniel Borse is pastor of the Free Hungarian Reform Church in McKeesport. Uh, when are your services, if people are interested? Our services are 10 o'clock. We've uh, chosen the 10 o'clock hour so that whatever event is uh, taking place, our church service will always begin at 10 o'clock in the morning. On Sundays. 
Uh, and, and the Free Hungarian Reformed Church was one of the participants in the very first International Village held back in 1960. They will be back this year, uh, Tuesday, August 11th, Wednesday, August 12th, and Thursday, August 13th at this year's International Village. Dr. Borsay, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. When we come back, Mayor Mike Cherepko will talk about the importance of International Village in the life and uh, ongoing renaissance of McKeesport. You're listening to Radio 81, 1550 WZUM and TubeCityOnline.com. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. On the line with me right now is Mayor Mike Trampko of the city of McKeesport. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Jason. Uh, so, a lot of preparation going on right now uh, with International Village. Um, as we're taping this, it's a couple of days away. Tell us a little bit about the importance uh, of this International Village Festival to the community, the McKeesport community and the wider community. Well, I, I think our International Village uh, Ethnic Festival, uh, it, it just extends well beyond the borders of the city of McKeesport. Uh, it, it's amazing how many people uh, from all over look forward to attending uh, the festival each and every year. Uh, we get phone calls early in the year, uh, people verifying the dates um, uh, so that they can plan vacations. Sure. Around them, uh, people that live out of town that were former McKees boarders planning so that they can come home and uh, join the festival. Um, it, it's just an absolute wonderful event. Um, so, so much hard work and commitment uh, goes into planning the event of all the uh, committee and the volunteers. It is so appreciated by our office, uh, more than words could ever tell. How many people come to McKeesport for International Village? Do you have a rough idea? You know what? We, we always throw out numbers. Uh, it, it's hard to pin it down, but you know, I always say you know we probably have 20. Uh, 20,000 people, uh, give or take, uh, that come throughout the festival throughout the week. And this is really a not just community-wide effort, but regional-wide effort. You've got churches coming in from not only the city of McKeesport, but uh, North Huntington, people coming in from White Oak, from Rankin, all over the place to participate in this festival. Who coordinates all this? Well, I mean, I, I think the tradition has been there you know, for a long time. Dan, uh, Dan Carr serves as the chairman of International Village right mm-hmm. now. Um, him, and his, him and the uh, International Village Committee, uh, you know, they, they take the lead from day one, and uh, as I said, people don't realize the, the time and energy that goes into this. You know, when this festival is over this year, uh, this committee will be already be uh, brainstorming about uh, ways to fix uh, things or change things just a little bit, uh, just ways to enhance the festival uh, for next year. And uh, it, it's something that they, they truly work uh, around the year, all the way around the year, uh, planning uh, these, this, uh, for this event. We talked a little while ago to uh, uh, Reverend uh, Daniel Borsay from the Hungarian Church, and he talked about uh, they, they were one of the first groups uh, to participate in the very first International Village Bay, way back in 1960. He said this is really something that connects generations, that you have, they have got kids from their church that are running back and forth with trays of food, but then they've got the, the older folks, he said he didn't want to single out people by age, but they're, you know, 65 and older, who are actually making the food. So this, this really brings together kids, grandkids, uh, parents of kids, grandparents, great-grandparents at this point. Well, and I, and I think you hit it spot on. When you talk about a, a family uh, environment, um, 
that that truly is just what International Village is. And, and it, it, it's for uh, people of all ages, and, and people of all ages that come together to enjoy the event. People of all ages come together to work and help their uh, churches or, or, or their uh, uh, groups or organizations that they belong to. Uh, it, it, it is just an all-out wonderful uh, environment for each and every one of um, you know, the people to enjoy it, regardless of what your age is. Now, this is a lot of work for your office. This is a lot of work for the city's police department, the fire department, ambulance, public works. Every department uh, gets involved in this. Um, and, and for a city the size of McKeesport to put a festival like this on, of this quality on, I think is, is pretty difficult. So why do you keep doing it? Well, I, I just think, you know, it, it's something, I mean, you know, as I said, pe- people truly look forward to this each and every year. It's been a tradition that's been going on uh, uh, for years. Um, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting as mayor. It's exciting as part of the, you know, this administration uh, to continue this festival, to make it bigger and better each year. Um, it, you know, to know that um, so many people look forward to this, it, it's almost like you get a, a, a feeling of not wanting to disappoint anyone. So uh, you, you just work tirelessly um, to, to make sure that uh, you, you try to please everyone and, and not to disappoint anyone because it, it is something, it, it's almost like uh, it's symbolic and, and it goes yeah. hand in hand with the city. Um, and uh, to, to have so many people from all over, uh, you know, want to come to this event and, and be part of this event, uh, it, it's all the encouragement that anyone needs, really, to uh, continue working hard for the event. Now, you're a lifelong McKeesporter. What are your earliest memories uh, from International Village? Can you remember? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was something, you know, i, I got to say, you know, uh, as a kid, it, as much as you liked International Village, there, there was always that sense of, well, the summer was over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, School's but, uh, starting again. Yeah. The, the, the truth of the matter is, it was something as a kid. I remember going over to my parents as real young and, 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 and even, you know, a little bit older, going and, and with the friends and, and hanging out and, and just truly enjoying, uh, uh, you know, all three days. You know, I mean, it, it was something I'm, you know, for as far back as I can remember, um, I attended all three days. And I don't want to get you in trouble, but I'm going to ask you the, the serious question here. What's the thing, in, in terms of uh, either food or entertainment, what's the thing you look forward to most every year for International Village? Uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's hard to say. I, yeah, I don't want you to single out one, you know. I, I think it's, you know, I would have to say the people. Okay. Um, I, I truly enjoy uh, just walking around and socializing with people and um, uh, talking with whether whether you're uh, one working at the booth or whether you're just enjoying the event, I, I truly look forward to just going over and interacting with uh, with all the people. I, I was talking to someone from Manesson the other day, and they were saying that they used to have a festival very much like International Village down in Manesson, and they said they just couldn't sustain it anymore because they don't seem to have their their ethnic groups. They said just don't seem to have the the, the same interest in it. Why do you think McKeesport uh, area groups have maintained this interest in in preserving their bit, bit of their heritage? You know, I. I, I... I really can't. I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know. I think it's tradition, and and I just think you know we're fortunate enough to have groups that have been involved for so long, and and, and want to continue that ethnic tradition, and and and, and look forward to it. And and I think it's just it, it's more about tradition, uh, more more than anything else. I'd say. And 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 the fact that I think you know they get good cooperation from the city, uh, prior administrations, even going back. You know, uh, I think it's an event that you know the mayors and the administration always just. You know, felt like I feel now, and I truly believe that. And and I and I think that that always is is more encouraging for uh, people to be uh, that are involved with the program and to want to continue and to uh, uh, keep the tradition alive. And um, there's entertainment, of course, uh, every night. Uh, the dancing starts at five o'clock in the Blue Top Pavilion, and the main stage entertainment starts from six to nine. Uh, fireworks 
Thursday night at uh, 9 o'clock or, or when it gets dark, obviously. Um, they don't have fireworks during the daytime, right? Uh, what, it, it, other than the fireworks day, is there a certain day that uh, if people are coming from out of town that you would say this is the day to come? You know what? I I, I got to be honest. I think all three days are are, are the same. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter what day uh, you come. I think you're going to be offered the uh, the same types of entertainment. And uh, the only the only difference would be, uh, you know, of course, like you said, the, the fireworks on the third day. Um, that that would be the only thing that actually stands out. Other than if you if you do have a uh, uh, a preference for entertainment of a certain group that maybe is going to perform one day and not the other. Uh, with the exception of that, I, I think it's three equally. Uh, uh, fun-filled days, and, uh, you know, it, it's something we're really looking forward to. Mayor Mike Trapko has been mayor of the city of McKeesport for four years, just uh, wrapping up his first term. Mayor, thank you very much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. You're welcome. Thank you, Jason. McKeesport's 55th International Village opens Tuesday, August 11th, and continues through Thursday, August 13th. That's from 3 to 10 p.m. nightly in Renzi Park in McKeesport. Admission is $2. For more information, log on to www.internationalvillage.info or find it on Facebook. And don't forget, if you're outside the Pittsburgh area, you'll be able to watch the festival live at our website, www.tubecityonline.com. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright 2015, Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, 810 Incorporated, or those of AM Guys LLC, WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Thank you.